You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop, the show that's a little bit of everything with a K-Pop twist. Visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com for more information about the show. That's 17-C-A-R-A-T-K-P-O-P.weebly.com. Enjoy the show! Hello everybody and welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop. Since it's been about exactly a year since my last Monster X official dedicated episode of the show, I figured it's long overdue, and thanks to their new album coming out, it's the perfect time to do another new episode all about Monster X. And because it has been a year, and frankly the first time I was recording in my school studio, so it was really not the best quality recording, so I'm just going to start from scratch with today's Monster X episode. Backing up to the beginning of their music video storyline, all the way in chronological order up until today, because they are one of those groups that is like a TV show in the sense that each new music video is like a new episode of the show, and the show has like certain seasons and certain plot lines get scrapped eventually, but there are these continued themes and character arcs to follow. So, I'm going to break down all my theories about the hidden meanings and more overt meanings in Monster X videos from the All In video from 2016, where the action really started kicking off for this plotline's sake. So of course they had releases before that, they debuted in 2015, but we're going to start with All In. The All In video shows all seven members wearing these all-white outfits, and they are running through this stormy night in a very post-apocalyptic setting, where there is, there's rubble all over, it looks like a war happened, and you see soldiers in the streets, but otherwise pretty pretty eerily empty streets, and so it's a very dystopian setting for this video. And there are several different subplots happening at once before the characters truly cross paths for a longer term period of time. So Shonu is visiting this elderly man in the hospital, Juhani is taunting the soldiers out on the streets meanwhile, and Hyunwan shows up at one point and basically, instead of, the soldiers were getting really heated and really ticked off at Juhani for taunting them. And so Hyunwan, when he shows up, he somehow calms things down by putting a blue flower in the shirt pocket of one of the soldiers. And that's kind of the sign of peace, is putting that blue flower there and that eases tension. Also, though, in this video, Hyunwan is not always able to be super heroic. He is really hiding something. And so Minghyuk pulls him over at one point and tries to basically has to beg him to let him see what's going on underneath the mask that Hyunwan was wearing to cover it up. And it reveals once Minghyuk finally gets permission from Hyunwan to pull off the mask that Hyunwan was beaten up very badly in the face. You can see bruises and blood and all of that. But whatever plan the Monstax members are hatching to win this battle that is not over yet, that still has to go on even though Hyunwan has to sit this one out and Minghyuk decides instead of joining the other fighters here he's going to stay by Hyunwan's side so that is what he does. He ends up eventually he pours this blue liquid into the bathtub that Hyunwan is in and it's basically it feels like it is a symbolic moment where Hyunwan and Minghyuk just kind of like go under the water together like a Romeo and Juliet situation but it's kind of up for debate what happens with them. But he does also try to help Hyunwan by feeding him the blue flowers. So clearly the color blue and the flowers are already key symbols to keep in mind. Juhani is really quite the criminal mastermind in this video. He runs into Shonu in this alley and passes off a big black bag to him and we don't know what's in it. Later on Juhani is seen being like the leader of this sort of ceremony of sorts. Some sort of witchery is happening around a fire pit. And after that, a whole building is seen going up in flames, so it's like he's really using some magic powers here. Shonu returns to the hospital room to see the elderly man again, but his bed is empty, leaving the viewer to assume what happened to that man, if he was just discharged or if there was something darker, and Shonu leaves a blue flower on his bed. At one point, we also see a burning pile of money in front of Shonu, and that seems irrelevant, but trust me, that's worth noting for later that there's burning money in this video. Other moments that are key here, we see Kihyun limping at one point, and we don't know how he developed a limp. We see Minghyuk and Hyunwan being there for each other no matter what. Minghyuk especially is like a protector in this scenario. We see Shonu drinking some blue liquid, like the same blue liquid that was poured into the tub by Minghyuk, 
And lastly, at the very end, we see this giant pulsing blue orb in the sky. a Like a moon mixed with some sort of radioactive components and it's electricity and it's a whole thing. So anyway, they're staring at something that's not from this world that is in the sky and that is where the video ends. Then they released the Stuck music video. And for Stuck, it was a B-side, so the video was kind of just a choreography video, but it still seemed to have a few hidden details in there that I just think we should pay attention to. One is that the members were back to sprinting down alleys like they were in the heist that was part of All In, and two, that there is spray-painted messages and imagery and stuff on the walls. There's graffiti around the setting where they dance in. So the next single came out October 4th of 2016, and that was Fighter. In Fighter, Shonu is in a boxing ring fighting, and then later on, Wanho joins him, and they're kind of dueling in a way. It's like they're at fencing practice or something. That's what the setting looks like. We see Ki Hyun, the one who was limping, he is back, and now he's the one with the black bags that he's dragging because he's still got a bit of a limp. And Min Hyuk and Hyun Won now look like they did survive. They're in the hospital, but they are kind of missing from the main action for right now. So the other members are continuing on the mission without them. They gather in this garage, and they're trying to create this machine, and they can activate it by pouring that magic blue elixir into the machine, and they also can steer the machine with using, like, video game controllers, which seems silly, but just trust me, it means something later. Especially because IM's character is playing video games a lot throughout their universe story. It's a big thing. So anyway... So it's powered by a video controller, this device that they're trying to build for who knows what. But they have to hurry because someone is on to Ki Hyun, and at one point a mask is thrown over his head and he's pulled away, so someone is after him, spying on him. They want to know what's in that black bag, they want to get him out of this equation. Juhani goes to visit Hyunwon in the hospital and offers him two pills, and Hyunwon chooses one of them over the other. Yeah, I guess you can probably tell what that is representative of. And then all the members, long story short, end up in the hospital, but not like as patients, they're just all there. And they run down the halls and they enter this room at the end of the lawn hospital hallway, which is just full of bright blue skies and white clouds, and it's just a beautiful sky that they run towards at the end of the video. The one B-side from this release I want to note really quick is Roller Coaster because it just made me think of the fact that they have a new song on the album that just came out the other day, Fatal Love, that's called Last Carnival. Roller Coaster, and four years later, car- Last Carnival? I don't know. You know me, I love to find even the smallest possible connections between eras of artists, so anyway... I would also note that maybe there's some allusion here to, again, something wicked this way comes in the evil carnival ride and what that symbolizes. I really broke down that story and the symbolism of it and how I think that has influenced some K-pop artists in my latest TXT episode of the show, so shameless plug if you want to hear more about that theory. In March of 2017, Monst X released... Personally, one of my favorite releases they've ever had. It has some of my favorite B-sides ever. Incomparable, Need You, OI. It is just, it is a stellar album. This one was The Clan Part 2, also called Beautiful. And the single was Beautiful. That's what it was called, and it's literally beautiful. In the beautiful video, that relies less on more direct plot continuation and more on symbolism. So a detour from the action-packed videos that they just released to just more of the symbolism of it all. So we see each of the members is either in a room that feels symbolic or they're holding an object that feels symbolic, but it all seems to have a greater purpose. I.M. is in this room full of gold and cash, and he's holding a lit match. Remember I told you to keep your eye out for uh, details related to money and flames and things like that, often together. Shonu is in this room full of plants. Hyunwan is in this room full of sand, which is a super key detail. Juhani has this watch, and the watch is going to be super important going forward in the story. So Juhani starts with it with the beautiful video. Shonu, in this room full of plants that he's in, sees a blue flower and waters it with that blue liquid. Minghyuk eventually gets the watch from Juhani. And eventually everyone leaves the rooms that they were in. They were each in a room with a different color or some other just different symbol. They were all in like a, fu- a different funhouse room, I guess you could say. And so they all leave their colorful rooms 
and start walking down these white hallways together, much like they walked down the hospital hall together previously. This album was repackaged later in 2017 with a new title track, Shine Forever, and that video goes back to having more of a clear plot. Well, not necessarily clear, but symbols mixed with actual story and character development. So anyway, the members are on this road trip, and Wanho is the one member left behind the car as it drives away. And I am a scene on, well, when they get to this campsite, he's kind of roaming off in the woods by himself. So those are the, those are the details to keep in mind that Wanho missed the car ride and I am is just kind of wandering in the dark woods. Hyun Wan, towards the beginning of the video, blindfolds Ki Hyun. And Ki Hyun is blindfolded for pretty much the whole video until the very, very end when the blindfold gets taken off of him. So he's kind of out of control of it. He Kihyun doesn't control when and when the when he wears the blindfold and when he doesn't. Minhyuk is in the car when the other members are not. He's still in the car because he is suddenly frozen with fear and he's getting flashbacks to some sort of car crash where there was raining glass and clearly someone was very injured or died in that crash and he is really going into flashback mode. So he totally is in a trance and he does not really notice Wanho when Wanho finally catches up and walks directly past the parked car. He's stuck in, Minhyuk is stuck in these black and white flashbacks, and you see him carrying someone over his shoulders. He's looking very bruised and beaten and slumped down as he carries this person over his shoulders. Minhyuk doesn't just clearly feel some sort of sorrow over something that happened, but he also feels some regret for his role in what happened, and we see that come to a head when there is this confrontation once he's out of the car with Juhani, and Juhani, this part should not be funny, but it, to me it always is kind of a little funny how it played out. Juhani gets really angry and like is storming towards Minghyuk, and Shonu breaks up the fighting, and it looks like he's breaking up the fighting and getting in between them to bring some peace, but he's actually not dissolving tension. He just wanted Juhani to back away because he wanted to be the one to punch Minghyuk instead. So he kind of calms things down for a second and then just turns around and does the job. Minghyuk then is clearly shamed by the other members and ostracized by them, so he ends up just sitting alone on this grassy hill. And Ki Hyun, who's still blindfolded, walks up by him and just sits by him and comforts him. That detail is really important to keep in mind, that Ming Hyuk clearly did something sinful or otherwise filled him with remorse, and everyone kind of shunned him due to that, except for Ki Hyun, the one who couldn't really see who it was he was comforting, but he still just wanted to comfort a fellow human anyway. The next release they had was The Code in November of 2017 with the Dramarama video. In that video, Ki Hyun has this flashback to hanging out with Juhani on the beach, and they were just having a good time, and then Juhani gets into a car crash. So it turns out Juhani was the one whose car had flipped over in the flashbacks Ming Hyuk had been living through earlier. Hyun Wan interrupts Ki Hyun's train of thought and flashbacks by knocking on this little window, and we see that Ki Hyun was in a daze while sitting in this ticket booth at work or something. And so Ki Hyun knocks on the window and then slides through the ticket slot something. And it turns out to be that watch. So, so far, Juhani, Ming Hyuk, and now Ki Hyun has the watch. And Hyun Wan is the one who's kind of passing it along. Ming Hyuk does find the watch then after this scene though because he's working at some sort of restaurant or coffee shop and he finds a watch left at one of the dining tables when someone up and left. And this is when it becomes super clear that this is a time-traveling watch. This is the magic watch needed to go back to things you want to reverse or stop from happening. And Ming Hyuk uses the watch to go back to the alley where the chase was going on in the all-in video that was all dystopian. Ki Hyun uses the watch to go back to the scene of that car crash right before Juhani's car flipped over. And Hyun Wan ends up being in that scene. So Ki Hyun runs toward him. This is another part that's probably not in intended to be funny, but it just is to me. Ki Hyun runs up to Hyun Wan, begging him basically, please help reverse time, make sure this magic works, oversee this, and make sure that Juhani is spared. And so Hyun Wan does it, but after kind of just standing there and thinking about it for quite a while, he just kind of stands there like, should I help someone out? And then eventually he just decides to, but not looking happy about it. We also see later on in this video Hyun Wan's powers at play to cause that time reversal through the rain going up in reverse. That is a huge, 
huge, huge thing to remember is that this is the first time, well, what's most important to remember is not necessarily that this is the first time, but that this is a recurring theme where now the rain is moving in reverse. So clearly it's a big indicator that time is going backwards again. And this is the first time we see that reversed rain imagery here. Minghyuk uses the watch eventually to poof himself back to this bus stop outside of where he works, and he realizes now the watch face is broken. So he doesn't know how much it will withstand any use going forward, but he tried his best to use it to deal with whatever situation was happening in the alley. When he had been there, Minghyuk had had another flashback to uh, being in that alley when he was a kid, and this feels like an important symbolic detail too, where he gets a flashback to I am pulling his hand and taking him down the alley when they were little kids. So they were just goofing off and playing together. And then in the present day, I am takes Minghyuk and is pulling him down the alley because they're trying to get away from who's chasing them. And that while they're getting pulled away as grown adults, he's getting flashbacks to when they were in the same setting, but they were running around as kids and it was a lot more carefree back then in life. April of 2018 is when Peace, Monsta X's Japanese album came out with the song Puzzle, and the song Spotlight is a big one as well. Spotlight, the video for that is really mostly just about color schemes in terms of what to remember for symbolism's sake. Not necessarily a plot, but just the color schemes. One thing that is notable is that Fantasia is one of Monsta X's singles, and that is like the type of yellow that was in the spotlight video. The spotlights also turn the shade of blue from all in and from that that blue liquid and all of that blue symbolism. And then it turns the same shade of red as in the alligator video. So all of those spotlight colors, I officially ha have given the Monsta X name. So this is like a Monsta X crayon set of lighting. You got Fantasia yellow, all in blue, and alligator red. And then we have Psyche, Hot Pink, and Deep Purple, which is the color combination of Juhani's new mixtape. And that was the exact same combination of spotlight colors that first showed up in that spotlight video years earlier. So because it was years earlier, is it possible that I'm reaching here? Yes. But it's really wild to think about that maybe this color scheme was super intentional because those spotlights were the exact same shade of the colors that they ended up using later on. It would really be in tune with their time travel concept if that was the case. That's why I bring it up because it's very possible given their theme that they intentionally gave us Easter eggs ahead of time. Next released was The Connect, which is important to note first of all because of that name, because we had the clan part one, the clan part two, the code, and now we're at the connect. In the all-in video, they were in a garage type setting when they were working on that machine that runs on the magic blue liquid and everything. And they're back in a garage now, and we still see those liquids in these potion bottles lining the walls, but they're not really working with those. Those are just there as a little nod to the fact, yes, we're back in this same lab type setting that they're scheming in. And today's scheme is basically it features a bunch of motorcyclists that are basically running around in circles. We will get back to them later. And we also see a movie projector in the corner, which is a super key detail to note. This is the first time we see a big image of a movie projector. So clearly they are there for like, they're in a green screen type situation here working on a project. The Jealousy video is definitely one of those that's more symbolic than plot driven. And we see that through a bunch of different close-up images and other split-second moments that you've got to take note of it and that makes sense in the long run. So this stuff again will seem irrelevant, but trust me, it all ties into my larger theories that I'll get into after I'm done with the timeline. So we see a close-up of a, a note on a piece of paper and that paper is eventually set on fire, which starts as a small flame but then triggers big flames that erupt in this building. We see Shonu sitting alone at this bar type setting and at different times in the video we see Kihyun and Shonu Despite being in different settings, they look like they're in the same situation, holding up a half-full, or I guess you could say half-empty, glass of water. I'm pretty sure that symbolism of them filling it up halfway was intentional to make us have that debate. But anyway, so they're holding up that half-full or half-empty glass of water, holding it up to the light. They, both of their characters do that in this video. And then later on, that same water glass is seen next to some chess pieces. Later on, we see Kihyun holding up a playing card, then he's by the piano and he's holding something that looks like a tape recorder or it could be a lighter or something. It's some little black box object. And later on he's seen slumped over in another chair looking defeated. My guess is that 
for storyline's sake, he's still recovering from his limp, and so he gets fatigued very easily, but he's still trying to put in the effort to keep playing this game, both the literal and the just uh, drama, storyline-wise, games with the other members to keep up with what they need to get done. Iam's character starts out alone in this driver's seat of a red car, and he's trying to scribble down a note on, with his gold pen. He eventually meets up with Juhani then, and the mo motorcyclists circle them as Iam and Juhani face each other, literally. Side note, Iam has this lyric in this song that says, Fly With Me, which is also the title of one of Iam's solo songs, so nice little nod to his solo work there that I appreciated and noticed. Minkyuk's character is probably the biggest here, so if you forget all these details, at least please remember what Minkyuk was up to. There is a very, very, very fast moment, a blink and you'll miss it moment, where we see Minkyuk upside down. Also note that there's a clone of Minkyuk at some point, or he's looking at his re reflection. But either way, there are two of Minkyuk, and the members are identical. They turn to look at each other and stare at each other, looking quite distressed, petrified, really, as they lie on the on these two separate platforms. They're essentially two parts of the floor that break open more and more. So the two Minkyuks staring at each other are moved farther and farther apart, and the black abyss below them grows wider and wider. There are two B-sides from the Connect album that I would like to point out really quick. One is Lost in the Dream, especially because of the title. And I go into this in the House of Cards episode of the show, so I won't go into it much here, but I have a lot of thoughts about different K-pop music video universes that all like to draw on that dream within a dream within a dream concepts. So if you want more of my backstory about that, go to the House of Cards, that's K-A-R-D-S, episode of the show. But anyway... Is that the case with Monster X's storyline? I don't know, but, you know, why not entertain the possibility? Second B-side I want to point out really quick is just special. Literally, the song is special, and it's called Special. It is such a fun song for Mon Bebe, Monster X's fandom. It's so fun live. The self-cam video is so cute, so just a shout-out to that. Next up to talk about is Truly, Truly, Truly one of my top five favorite K-pop albums of all time. Truly. And that says a lot because I listen to literally hundreds of K-pop releases every single year. And this is of all time, October 22nd of 2018. One of my all-time favorite albums came out. It truly is just the best listening experience. It really, that album really got me through a lot, listening to it on loop through a really tough time. It's really a great distraction. It's sonically so pleasing and interesting because it mixes really fun, hyperactive songs with really, uh, not mellow, but l more low-key and just soothing songs. So it mixes very comforting songs like By My Side with very hyped-up songs like Oh My, and it is just truly, I could go on and on about how great it is, but anyway, this one is called Take One, Are You There? And it is just such a masterpiece. So the Take One album, note the title, Take One. We're back to that movie projector nod. The main song that we got to talk about is the single shootout. In this video, fun fact, the song actually beat Boa and IU on music shows, which is a huge deal. Anyway, so shootout, this is the video where Juhani is the first person to get screen time. From now on, I'm going to be noting as I talk about this these music videos who got screen time first because I think it's interesting. So Juhani gets to be the first face of the shootout video. And remember, he was the character behind a lot of the criminal doing in the all-in video and the like. There is a brief moment at the start of the video where we see the words, Are You There, written in black letters on a wall. So just a little nod to that, not for the story's sake, but I just like that little subtle addition of the album title in the video that not everyone may have caught. Each of the characters has a lot of symbolism on and around them in this video. Again, this is one of those like the beautiful video where the separate rooms are noteworthy. Kihyun's character is now in this room with lots of full-sized white mannequins. He's in this all-white room with these full-body mannequins all over the place that he's walking around and th through rows of. Juhani's character has handcuffs that are undone. He somehow undid them, but he has them still on, kind of. He's literally walking like zombie, as the fun lyric says, where he's kind of dragging his feet and looks like something's up with him. He at one point shows that he's not exactly fully human, his character, because he raises his arms and causes all these rocks in front of him to levitate. So he's he's a, a super villain, really. 
I am is in this office setting and he is just trying to figure out something. He's looking at a bunch of different co cards and figuring out tr how to decode them. He's spread out all these cards on this coffee table in front of him and we see some key imagery on those cards that are face up on top. One being this moon that features just like a sliver of light. So a crescent moon that's mostly darkness or a full moon that's mostly dark with a, like a crescent worth of lighting on it. We see a card with the word wrath on it that features images of birds flying. And we see a card that says envy on it with the image of a snake. That snake slash envy card gets set on fire by I am and he drops it into a waste paper basket towards the end of the video. Wanho's character is seen in empty places. He's seen in a jail cell at first, but eventually he's just seen in an empty auditorium, otherwise in an empty gymnasium. He's just kind of in these open spaces dancing. Minhyuk's character is surrounded by these tree branches that blood drips off later on. So they start out just winter tree branches with no leaves on them, and blood eventually starts dripping on them. Shonu's character dances in front of a giant statue. He's back in that garage setting at one point, and he lights a match. His box of matches says Wrath on it as well. There's another scene where Shonu's back in the room full of plants with some of the others, and they have these small little TVs on the ground around them, which are noteworthy because of the whole movie filming concept we're alluding to here. There is a black and white image at one point of all the members walking up this staircase together, which is notable because Kihyun started out at the bottom of that staircase alone, and now all the members are walking up to go who knows where together. Later on, there's a close-up of a card that says Pride on it, and interesting, the camera angle shows part of the card, and the part that is visible shows only six star images on it. Six, and then there were still seven members at this point. So I just found that interesting, like one of them was about to die or something, I don't know, but it felt kind of intentional. So, summary, Ki-hyun in the room with the mannequins, and then he's the first to lead them up the stairs. I am has the envy snake imagery, and he's looking at other tarot cards of sorts. Juhani is walking like zombie with a handcuff on. Wanho broke out of his jail cell as well. Minghyuk is by the trees with blood on them. Shonu is in front of a giant statue and he's lighting up a match. And lastly, Hyunwan, remember he's the one that blindfolded Ki Hyun and he's also indicated he's kind of a big mastermind of this operation too. He is back at it. He's sitting on a literal throne at the top of a small staircase. He's got this golden statue by him and he's got these gold things in his hand that look kind of like pills but they also could be bullets. He's basically got these what I, I think they're intentionally these lawn pill-shaped golden bullet things, a lot of symbolism there, and he sl slowly lets the handful fall out of his grasp while he sits on the throne. The shootout Japanese video has a few details that I found notable. One is that they dance in front of these neon-lit fans that look a lot like the fluorescent neon lighting from the bar setting Shonu was in earlier, as well as from the cover art from the clan albums. We also see Minkyuk and Kihyun's characters walk past each other at one point, but really the key detail about the, the character dynamics comes when we see Hyunwan and Minkyuk in a scene together again. And remember, Minkyuk is the one who was by Hyunwan's side in the All In video. IM's character is glitching. Remember, IM's the character who plays a lot of video games, and in this scene he's glitching in and out of it, which is indicating something. And notable here, the unleashed Wanho is the last man standing. When the other members have all kneeled to the ground as part of the choreography, Wanho is the one who stays standing at the end. Take 2 was the name of the next album, naturally, which was We Are Here. So take 1, Are You There? Take 2, We Are Here, with a period, which I like that detail. So We Are Here, period, came out February of 2019. This is when we had the alligator video, which did show a little a literal alligator. This was the point in the music video story where I am did confirm my theories about the Seven Sins references with wrath and envy and those keywords being a part of the their story universe. That it has been confirmed, but of course, a lot of details they like to leave up to viewers' interpretations. Anyway, so the alligator video is one that, again, leans heavily on symbolism. We see Ki-hyun surrounded by chalkboards and math equations trying to figure out how to, how to carry out whatever scheme they're still working on. We see flashes of images of alleys again. 
You see Minghyuk in a room now with roses. Remember, he was in the room without flowers or trees, uh, or flowers without flowers or leaves on the tree branches earlier. Now he's in a room with roses. We see Shonu back in the room with where Kihyun used to be, full of mannequin halves, which I found very notable. That Kihyun was in a room with full body mannequins, and Shonu's character is the one who now he's only has mannequin halves in his room. He's back to lighting matches with his pack that is labeled Wrath. Hyunwon is in a room full of clocks, and remember, he was the one who was in a room full of sand earlier. Anytime you see sand symbolism in Monster X videos, just expect it to have to do with hourglass sand. So the passage of time is key to note here. We also see in this video this black flag that goes up in flames. Not only is the flame symbolism key to keep in mind that keeps showing up, but also the fact that the flag they held at first in this whole storyline back in All In was white, and now they're using a black flag. X Phenomenon, a Japanese release for Monster X, came out in August of 2019. And in that video, we see a lot of rapid-fire images show up in very rapid succession. We see Shonu and I am at target practice of some kind. We see the tunnel setting that the Dramarama heist was going on in. We see curtains that we saw in previous videos. We see members glitching in and out of the focus of the camera, not just I am this time, but other members too. We see writing on the walls that says with us question mark. Later on, the members run around on this and then pose lined up on this stairwell, which just gave me trespass vibes. I don't know if it was a nod back to their debut single trespass, their main debut single trespass or not, but I just thought that was worth noting. And eventually towards the end of X Phenomenon, there is this Fantasia colored yellow light in the background that seemed notable. The Living It Up video is next, and that started with Roll the Tape. That was the first part of the video. It says Roll the Tape, and they're back kind of on a movie set is what's going on here. There are more close-up images worth noting here. We see all of the members now take a second where they are upside down. We see close-ups of water and this ripple effect that came of it. We see a movie projector again. And this is when key characters' colors seem to be most important to note. Hyunwan holds this device that emits this bright yellow smoke, and he is back sitting in this bathtub like he was earlier in this story. When he turns the dial later on in the video on this TV set, he triggers this eclipse of sorts, where the full moon suddenly turns into a crescent moon, like he is changing the space-time continuum with the turn of a knob. So he's still in control, even when he appears weaker, just lying in that tub holding the device that is emitting yellow smoke. Ki Hyun and Ming Hyuk, those characters, remember, they were the ones who comforted each other after Ming Hyuk was feeling remorse over something, and they, are, they continue to be characters whose dynamics are key to note here. They are standing on this roof together, and they both have these devices emitting smoke as well. Minghyuk's is all in color blue, and Kihyun's is Fantasia era color yellow. IM's character, the one who is poring over tarot cards and trying to write notes and details on with the gold pen in that car earlier, he is back to trying to crack a code. He is reading through this purple book, he's paging through it, trying to decipher it, and at another point he also gets his own color where he emits this bright pink smoke from his device. The yellow smoke comes back and is showing up behind this neon sign again that shows up during the video. And after that scene, we see the camera spin around for another moment where we see all the members have gone upside down. They also released a song during this era called Flashback, which just seemed notable. Now let's move on to Follow Find You, which is super key and driven by plot, not symbolism as much, but it's mixed again. This was out in October of 2019 with two singles, Find You and Follow. Find You starts out where Hyunwon is the main character focused on. The Find You music video opens up where we see the aftermath of a car crash. We see close-ups of someone's bloody face and arm, we hear the sirens, and we see shattered glass. There is also a quick close-up image of water that is dropping to the ground and creating a ripple effect in this pool of water, which is a close-up we've had recurring throughout this video storyline, so just keep that in mind. All of the members are then suddenly seen back just goofing off together. They were playing video games, they were taking selfies, they were sitting karaoke together, and then they're all walking Hyunwon home from their hangout. Hyunwon then is walked to this corner of a street for his parents to come pick him up, then his parents drive away, he's just sitting in the back seat using his phone, everything's fine. 
and then abruptly, suddenly, the car crash happens. So yes, we get it twice. We start with the car crash, we get to the scenes where he's just goofing off with his fellow members, and then we see the car crash happen. So it's like we got a foreshadowing of the scene. The second time we get the scene, we see the arm have that watch on it, that iconic watch that allows for time travel in this story. There's again a lot of room for interpretation in how dark the story gets, but by the looks of it, it seems like Hyunwan, when his character after the crash is rushed to the hospital, is pulled into the hall at one point and told that his parents did not survive the crash. So he is just inconsolable and sobbing, but all of his fellow members showed up to try to be there for him, visiting him. Hyunwan eventually then is seen back at home, alone. He opens up this wooden box and he's looking at that old-time travel watch again that is folded into that box. Then he sees it and... Whether it was meant to be a, a direct cause and effect or not, he takes a pill out of nerves after seeing that. And he sees all of his friends suddenly at the door, and they brought luggage. So he knows they're in for the long haul to be there after his injuries and everything to help him recover and just support him emotionally at this time. So his fellow members all come and they stay the night. And then we have kind of a deja vu moment where the members are back to laughing together in the home and playing video games and they're talking and then they end up all sleeping in the living room on sleeping bags or couches, all of that. So all the other members appear quite content and in good spirits, but Hyunwan clearly was just putting on a happy face for them. When all the other members fall asleep, Hyunwan gets up and goes to the bathroom. He turns on the sink and he basically just closes his eyes and mouth and plunges his head in the sink. And we see the imagery is of him, his head in the sink, and then suddenly the scene changes and we hear the splash and see him entirely submerged in and floating downwards in this ocean, in water. And so then he's getting flashbacks as he's experiencing this moment of drowning and he's getting flashbacks to... Someone, I think it was Minghyuk, but it's hard to tell, but some outline of someone appears in his mind, and then we see that he has the watch on. These images of Hyunwan floating in the ocean and the watch floating away from him are interspersed with other images. So we go back and forth from him being submerged to the present day or like reality as opposed to what's going on in his head. We see all the members wake up eventually, and they go searching for Hyunwan, wondering where he went. They see some of those scattered pills, and again, that half-full or half-empty glass of water on the kitchen counter from earlier. Shonu tries calling his cell phone, but doesn't get an answer. We see an image of the sink now filling up with water, with Hyunwan nowhere to be found. And more flashbacks then occur. We see the drama-rama setting, where Ki Hyun was trying to race towards Juhani in time. And we see the ticket booth, we see the sink. All sorts of moments from past videos come back in this reel. And at the end, we go back to seeing that reigning in reverse imagery. So some tra time travel element is still here. Keep in mind, too, that the f this single finds you, the album cover for this era is the outline of a sideways hourglass. Well, it was the Monster X logo, actually, was a sideways hourglass originally, and then now they had an outline of uh, an upright hourglass as the symbol. Follow video where Shonu gets the first close-up. The members all dance on this sundial-type floor and they have this scene where there's there's a lot of bursts of fire around them more flame imagery we see all sorts of lunar activity with the moon and sun and eclipses and all of that we see the reverse rain is back juhani and i am are again back together in one scene in a red lit room we see this bird's eye view of all the members walking together again, possibly towards that staircase to who knows where that was from a previous video. Two key details to keep in mind if you forget all the others about the follow video. One is that I am is in this red setting with all these giant snakes that slither around him and he eats something, I think it was an apple, and then suddenly his eyes glow like he turned into the snake himself. The other noteworthy thing is Juhani he is wearing this black cloth thing over his face. He is where, and he also wore a mask in the shootout video. So, throughout this whole charade, every character has just been been not really worried about being in disguise as they go on these heists. But Juhani is the main character who keeps wearing some sort of mask or covering on his face as he does stuff. And he's back to doing that in the follow video. There is a B side worth noting from this album called Mirror 
which possibly has some parallels with more videos. So just note that there's a song called Mirror, worth noting, as well as a B-side called See You Again, which is a continuation, I think, of this whole deja vu time travel concept. Next in the timeline, we saw All About Love, Monster X's first all-English album, which was definitely kind of a departure from their whole K-pop storyline just for just for the English songs. That was its own thing, but it did a great job on the charts. It debuted in the top five on the Billboard 200, so that was really exciting. And they also were the first K-pop group to release an all-English album in 10 years. The last were JYJ, so that if you're a long-time K-pop listener, you know that it's been a while since we've heard from JYJ, so... Now we're up to talking about 2020 with Wish on the Same Sky, a Japanese single. In the Wish on the Same Sky video, we see the sky, of course, bright blue skies again, and the white clouds and everything, that beautiful sky scene that we saw in one of the earlier videos. And this time, though, it looks like it's just not real. It's in something. So it starts out where it's just a tablet image, and Kihyun is just scrolling through an iPad or something with a bunch of images of different skies that are different colors but all beautiful and then the very last image of that video ends up being we see all of the members in some sort of mirror but in the mirror they stand in this desert with the blue sky behind them. Hyunwon's character continues to be a key one to watch. He looks at those images of the blue sky and then when he does those, suddenly the image changes into a mirror and he sees himself. Later on, he also looks down at something at one point, maybe like an old school radio, which kind of made me think of the fact that he also controlled that old school TV set, twisting the knob to cause the eclipse and everything. Then the members enter this aesthetically pleasing room that I just want to give a moment of appreciation to. It looks a lot like if you've seen the movie The Santa Claus 3, the one with Martin Short and then probably other famous names, but whatever. That movie has this whole room of snow globes, and that is that just is what it reminded me of. Anyway, so it's a very cool kaleidoscopic room that the members walk into. Not notable for the story's sake, but just because of the visual is worth noting. Minghyuk sits at the sand-covered desk and he's running sand through his fingers and testing it out and deciding which sand to put in an hourglass and then eventually he decides on the blue sand. Shonu is staring at this empty birdcage and he strokes this blue feather in his hand that he's looking down at. Those are the key details. The blue, the blue feather, the blue sand, and Hyunwan staring at his reflection in the bright blue skies. Next up, Fantasia X with the single Fantasia. This setting is all gold. It's this gold-filled hotel room setting with all of these backup dancers that have their face covered in these black ski mask type things of sorts, and they are all arms outstretched toward Minghyuk at points, and they're all moving in sync like some sort of mob or something. And then towards the end of the video, all of the members stand on this little stage outlined with gold curtains naturally at the corner of that hotel room and watch all of those dancers just fall to the ground. Lots of symbolism to unpack there in a few minutes, but let's talk about the action of this video. I am is seen with more flames behind him. I hope you're picking up on a lot of the repeating symbols by this point. We see Shonu levitating. It looks like he's kind of falling forwards, but he's suspended in the air. And later on, he is seen lying in this pool of water. We see Juhani as a cowboy, and he's holding onto these chain, gold chain leashes of sorts, holding onto I don't know what, but they're stretched out toward the camera. Minghyuk is in that office setting that is a key part of these videos. Hyunwan is holding up this golden key while sitting in front of another mirror. Again, he's literally facing himself, and he's also trying to make a phone call at one point. We have the water droplet close-up and more flame imagery, all repeated imagery that you should probably expect by now. The key B-side from the Fantasia album I want to point out is Flow, because that is Juhani's personal favorite song that he worked on, and it's one of my favorite Monster X songs ever. It really has a very special meaning, and it just goes off. It's really a cool song. It reminds me of what Monster X does so well, which is put together things that shouldn't sound good together, but do. Somehow they mix different sounds and sound effects and other goofy ad-libs in a way that's not just goofy. It's a way that is actually pleasing to hear, and flow is key to that, where it has, like, water sound effects, but somehow they work with the more electronic elements and stuff. Anyway, it's a great mix of sounds like they always do, and it's just such a calming song in a weird way. Again, it's that mix of hype and calming you down somehow. And Juhani wrote it kind of about going with the flow in life, so it's perfect for that. The new release, Fatal Love, came out November 2nd of this year. 
and there is a lot to discuss from the trailers and the rest of it. So, the trailer for this album was called Beast Mode, or, well, it was called a Fantasia film, but the song playing in the background ended up being Beast Mode, which was later revealed to be a song on Fatal Love. There are three main parts of this Fantasia movie trailer type film. We have a story Fantasia, another story X, and then our story Fantasia X. So it starts with Fantasia, which features the reverse going in reverse rain again, and then we see a game of pass it on with these gold keys, where members are trying to get the keys to each other for different tasks. Juhani tries to get them initially from the security guards. Shonu eventually gets them and uses them to drive away in this car. Hyunwan uses them to unlock a phone booth so he can get Shonu's call, but it sounds like he missed it. We also see a fire somewhere, as if you needed more flame imagery to drive that point home. The second part is X, and in X, Iam is in that crowded bar or restaurant setting that we saw earlier. He freezes time, so he is the watch now. While the other members have keys, Iam has the watch. He uses the watch to freeze time and then grabs a newspaper from someone, one of the diners who is now frozen. He looks at their paper and sees something startling and calls Kihyun about it. Uh, my guess would be he was looking to see what day it was and realized something about that, but it is up for debate. Kihyun then is seen caught staring at this framed set of gold keys. Hyunwan and Iam end up meeting up and then Minghyuk joins them and is handed the keys. So they, Iam is basically saying, we need to do something about these keys. I looked at something startling in the news. Let's change things. And so Minghyuk goes and is like, I'll be the one to reverse time and fix things this time. That seems to be what happened. The third part is then back to that hotel room setting from Fan the Fantasia video and Minghyuk Whatever he did, he did the job. So all the boys run up to him and they're congratulating him, patting him on the back and all of that for a job well done of him turning back time and saving something. The Love Kill a Video features more symbolism mixed with story plots. We see Iam and Juhani up to more hijinks. Iam is back literally in the driver's seat of a car, and him and Juhani end up running away after collecting a bunch of money. Juhani is just carelessly sticking his head out the window as they drive into the night. We see Ki Hyun with handcuffs on. We see Minghyuk in some sort of room that's all white and it features those half mannequins again. He pours this red paint on them that looks kind of like blood. So while he's busy with that, Shonu is in this tall building by himself, just kind of standing there at the base of this building. We see Juhani jumps out of the back of a school bus and uses these all-black outfitted henchmen, really, to help him get this money, and then he drives away with I Am later. It's also worth noting that I am at one point sings something about look into my eyes or look right into my eyes, which made me think kind of it was like his Medusa moment, because remember he kind of turned into a snake in that other video? Then we see Hyunwon walking past these people who are jailed and they are trying to get his attention, I think. I think those were the same backup dancers that fell to the floor in the Fantasia video, but that is unclear. And then the B-side, of course, from this new release to note is Last Carnival because of that whole theme with the Something Wicked This Way Comes imagery and everything that I talked about on the TXT episode. Let's now look at what all of this means, what all these symbols means, and what each character represents after the break. Quick PSA for today. For a limited time, if you order books through Penguin Random House, they will be they will be donating additionally for every book you buy one book for We Need Diverse Books, which is a nonprofit that seeks to help increase representation in children's stories and them their ability to see themselves in what they read. So if you want to help donate to We Need Diverse Books, you can of course donate directly to them. But also if you're buying something for your loved ones this holiday season through Penguin Random House, then you will be able to know that you're also donating to We Need Diverse Books at the same time. Time for my theories and overall analysis about each Monster X character and their role in this story. My theory about I Am is the most out there one, but you never know. Hear me out here. I think I Am's character is from another planet. I really like his character is some sort of villain or alien type, some sort of creature, some half human from another place, partly because of the company is Starship Entertainment. So this whole universe, I think, has that outer space element. We also saw that glowing blue orb in the sky early on, indicating that we're dealing with some things that are literally out of this world. And if we're talking about messing up the space-time continuum in a story, 
that makes me think that this is a story that goes beyond Earth, and this is affecting space. And so I really think that there was something at play with I am is partly alien or something. Also because of the fact that he kind of turned into a snake in that one video. And the snake is his ultimate symbol in this story. Put a pin in that thought and let's keep talking about him. So his character is the one who is... Whatever schemes they're working on, he is trying to come up with a plan through the more mundane aspects of it. He's kind of the cover, the scapegoat guy, the sidekick. He's doing the stuff in the office, reading the pages, looking at tarot cards, trying to figure out what's happening, doing the more book work. He's like the Velma to Juhani's Daphne, although Daphne's not really a good comparison in this scenario, but you know what I mean. He's a Velma in the situation. He's kind of the manager, like a literal business manager in the situation, calling people, trying to tell them, hey, here's what the news says, here's what we need to do about it, having meetups to figure out where to go from here, things like that. He has, again, that Medusa moment where he says, look into my eyes that made me think that he kind of turned into a literal snake here. And overall, the Monstax story universe does have the seven, se- the seven deadly sins illusions here. And so I am's deadly sin has to be envy because he held up a card that said envy and because that, in- that goes with the snake imagery. So that is what I am is up to in this story. Shonu's character's symbol and seventh sin has to be wrath because that's what the word on his box of matches he carries around says. And also because he shows this wrath by being angry. His character, remember, was in the boxing ring earlier, was breaking up a fight just so he could be the one to pull punches. And Shonu's character, I see, is really struggling with figuring out how to carry out emotions in healthy ways after the loss of someone. Because remember, he went to that hospital bed that was suddenly empty, left the blue flower there, and then went to, instead of grieving in a therapeutic way, he kind of was throwing punches. I think Shonu's character feels like so much is beyond his control. That's why his character was suspended in the air at one point. He doesn't know what's happening and can't even control gravity right now. And is just trying to find out who he is really. He's trying to figure out what to do. And his role in the whole story even is leaving him confused about what role he should play. Because remember, he tried to call Hyunwan and figure out what's up. But Hyunwan didn't get the message in time. He also tried to get a hold of Hyunwan in the Find You video when Hyunwan left the rest of the members for a minute to go to the bathroom. So he's trying to figure out what's up. And people are not returning his calls. Wanho's character embodies the sin sloth, I believe, and it was still a part of the story even though he's no longer with the band. His role is still worth giving attention. Sloth meaning it's actually the most ambiguously defined of the seven sins, but mostly having to do with apathy or a refusal to accept the possible the possibilities for joy and good things in your life, rejecting good things, and it's viewed as a sign of cowardice. And so Wanho's character is kind of like that by walking through life not bonding with people. Remember, he's the one who didn't go on the road trip with them and just kind of walked by into the night. He's the one who's the last one standing when the others went down together, and he wouldn't do that. He he doesn't really show that he has people in his life, and that is his character's role. Juhani's character's seventh sin is, of course, greed. He is the ultimate the ultimate criminal mastermind in this story. He's the one that does the dirty work. He puts himself out on the field. He He's the one who will transport different equipment for their missions. He's the one who is feeding pills to Hyunwan, who may be one of the evil characters here too. He's the one who was in that car crash at one point, and so he's the one who always wears this mask and just has that look on his face like a movie villain. That's his role in this, and I think he's really leading into that. And then remember the money heist from the Love Killer video. The key, my key theory about him kind of has to do with I am is in that he's kind of not human, but I think that Juhani's character is like Batman or Spider-Man or something. I think when he, his character experienced the car crash, he came out of that and suddenly had some sort of superpower, like his version of a Batman or Spider-Man moment where he suddenly took on these powers afterwards. And I think that's what he turned into, this half-human, that's why he's walking, literally walking like zombie, as he says. That's why he suddenly has the ability to levitate rocks in front of him. That's why he has these undone handcuffs and looks like he is just doing whatever without a care in the world. He has thrown caution to the wind because he feels invincible because he can't die again, because he's this villain at this point. He's the one who is taking the keys out of the security guard site. He is a skilled criminal in this storyline. Minkyuk's character 
his symbol is ultimately gluttony, which has to do with t wanting an excess or indulgence of something, which probably has to do with just his love for others and just something in his life he wanted too much of someone's time or attention, and that is leaving him to feel remorseful. He's the one who was by on one side no matter what, and so that could be view viewed, of course, as a virtue, but just for the theme, uh, for the sake of this theory, I'll say no. So Minghyuk's character is the one who's done something to upset the other members and is feeling lonely except for when Kihyun comforts him while blindfolded. We see Minghyuk trying to make peace with himself by fi literally facing himself, this clone of himself in the jealousy video. We see Minghyuk with those tree branches with blood dripping down them and then he has this blood-like paint that he drips down mannequins later on. So he is he's trying to again figure out an outlet for his emotions over what he's done. I also think his character has a big role that is, it makes sense when you think about Black Swan. Monster X has a song called Black Swan, and it's also a movie, this 2010 uh, psychological horror film, all about this thought of this dying swan. And in that movie, Natalie Portman's character sees her evil twin in a way, kind of like Minghyuk saw himself. And then Natalie has these cuts on her back, doesn't know how they got there, kind of like the blood symbolism of Minghyuk's character. And then the third connection I noticed is that the dying swan character, who is represented in the Swan Lake movie, gets hit by a car, which is the situation with Juhani. So I feel like Minghyuk's character is very... There are a lot of parallels to Minghyuk's character storyline in the Black Swan movie storyline. So I'm sure they drew inspiration from that, is my theory. And remember, Minhyuk's character saved the day and turned back time as the other members wanted, and they celebrated with him at the end of the Fantasia X movies. So that made me think that his overindulgence is in other people. That is his weakness. He's too selfless, you know, to a fault where he's not... He doesn't know who he is, and he can only really feel validated after doing other people's work for them. Kihyun's seventh sin is lust. And he is lusting after something. He never looks satisfied in this storyline. He's always trying to reach something, and it's unclear what that is. But he kind of, his character gets a little bit of every symbolism. He gets to be the one who's blindfolded, so that shows how he's kind of just following orders of others without thinking much about it, because he'll do anything in pursuit of something. That's his lust. He's also seen with the white mannequins, with the chalkboards and math equations, with the colored smoke with the sunset images he's looking at, with the ticking clock, with holding something gold-colored. There's a lot going on with him, and so he is trying to figure out what he craves, I guess. Hyunwon's character, Seven Sin, is pride, and that is clearly on display. Remember, his character is pulling a lot of ropes. So Juhani's version of being a criminal mastermind is kind of on the ground among the people. Hyunwon's view of being the criminal mastermind, I view him as more like above the people. He's like the puppeteer pulling all the strings of this operation. He is the movie director. He's running the show. He's the one that turns the dials and changes the space-time continuum. He's the one who gets to hold on to the watch the most. All of that. Hyunwon's character is another one who I think turns evil basically after a loss because he loses his parents and then he is really, really next level leaning into this evil persona of manipulating others. And Hyunwon's character, remember, started out as quite a weak character, being fed the blue flowers and everything to recover. And Hyunwon's character continues to seem possibly weak, but it also, you, it eventually sounds like it was kind of putting on an appearance because Hyunwon is doing a lot directing the story. He's the one who slipped the watch into the ticket booth window, passed it on to Kihyun. He's making the action happen. He's the one who got to sit on his throne. He's releasing plumes of smoke from his device. He's the one who's making phone calls, not just the one Shonu tried to give him, but he tries to make a call in the Fantasia video as well. He is the one who is trying to maneuver between characters and who gets the watch when and who gets the keys when. And then he has moments where he's clearly just kind of on top of the world or feels like it where he's sitting on the throne or he's walking past cages and ignoring anyone behind those cages. He is kind of in charge. And you can tell because his main symbolism is literally facing himself. He has to mirror himself and look at his reflection a lot. 
when he was submerged in water, he looked at himself in his reflection in the water. He also did it in the Wish on the Same Sky video when it looked like it should have been a picture of the sky, but it turned into a mirror. And other moments where he's sitting at a vanity or otherwise has to face himself and is very, very prideful, and that is the sin he has to deal with. Let's talk about some symbols outside of just the character descriptions worth noting. One is that Monster X plays with color a lot to tell the story. Not just, like I said earlier, little Easter eggs to past album cover images, but other uses of color as well. For example, remember in the All In video, the members were all white and had the white flag up. Later on, they had a black flag on fire and were in all black outfits. We also see that everything that, according to my theory, would be from that alien planet is the same shade of blue. The blue magic elixir that powers their machines and everything, the blue liquid that Shonu drinks, the blue flowers, the blue orb in the sky, all of that is the same shade of blue. We also see I am a lot in red rooms, bright red rooms, that alligator shade of red, which would go with his envy, uh, red, angry, envy personality in this storyline. We see a lot of gold, like the gold pen I am was writing with, the gold statue by Hyunwan's throne, the gold curtained room in Fantasia. That continues to make an appearance and that's notable. We also see at one point in the Living It Up video that yellow smoke behind the neon sign, which was a lot like that yellow smoke that is the color of the Fantasia story and that would have to do with the new teasers showing that the Fantasia part of the story is the most important to keep in mind. Lastly, we have, of course, the symbolism of blood red that Minghyuk is painting with, and that is literal blood in parts of the video. Other symbols that are noteworthy is, of course, the flames and matches that we've talked about at length already, often money set on fire or one of those tarot cards. We have the recurring symbolism of the ripple effects that come when a droplet of water falls to the ground, mixed with Shonu lying in a puddle of water at one point. There are the pills that Hyunwan takes and then later on is holding and falls, drops them to the floor. There are the bright blue skies that we see both in the fighter video and wish on the same sky, which seems important. We have the room full of plants that the members are in and flowers. There's the sand and the hourglass symbolism with Minghyuk and Hyunwan's room with sand. We see the watch that gets passed around members as they try to turn back time and stop different things from happening. We see a crowd of people, either by Hyunwan in the Love Killer video or the dancers walking in front of them in the Fantasia video, the birdcage that's empty and the feathers, the target practice, the bar setting. I could go on and on. The upside down imagery for a few seconds here and there, the handcuffs, the moon, the star, and the eclipses happening. There is a lot happening that is recurring throughout this music video universe. The key thing I want to zero in on is the movie projector aspect of all this and the ticket booth scenes. So if you listen to my NCT episodes and my episode, I believe it's still House of Cards, and also the SM Entertainment Universe episode, I talk about my dream within a dream theories as they also relate to movie within a dream within a movie references. Basically indicating that the story is not all just happening or all just a dream, but some of it's part of a movie or part of a play. It's not really part of the story. So it's, um, it's in the middle. It's not like real action, as in what just happens in your daily life. It's scripted, but it's also not like your dream. It's in the middle area where you're pretending something is true. And that is what Monster X plays with as a concept, too, I think, where maybe some of this is just sort of a movie that they're filming with the green screen scene and everything and the movie projector that keeps showing up, the TV sits on the ground, the living it up video starts with the someone saying roll the tape. It all feels like it's intentionally referring to this being a part of a movie plot. So I have a few main takeaways. One is that I think Black Swan was a movie that really helped, that Monster X drew a lot of inspiration from, that helped their storyline progress. Black Swan being a movie about you feel like there's a death after you lose your passion, or in this case, they feel like there's some sort of death and they lost their positivity, and each of the Monster X characters has gone through this loss, whether it be a death of someone, a loss of friendships, injuries, whatever, and they are trying to figure out what is stopping them from living a better life and recovering from the trauma, 
and they are not handling it well. So now we see them embracing the dark side and embracing the seven sins symbolism. So those are some of my theories. I also think that I am and Juhani are not human. They are the evil villain characters of sorts from another planet or something. Or maybe Juhani was from Earth, but he had a freak accident and now he's doesn't act like it. And so those surreal characters, I think, are noteworthy and will continue to be noteworthy as the characters try to navigate their temptations. I also think this could be all a movie, which would go against my alien-type plot, I think, but either way, I have a few different theories, clearly, and they're not necessarily all mutually exclusive or all go together, but are noteworthy nonetheless. Lastly, remember when I told you to remember the video game aspect of this? That IM's character plays a lot of games and is glitching in and out and stuff as if he is a game character? That's not my theory, but that's kind of what I'm alluding to, just because I think they reference video games and the members just playing them together a lot because ultimately what the characters are doing, and this goes back to that flashback too of Minghyuk like thinking about the time when him and I am were just goofing off in the alley and now they're chasing people in the alley and it's so different now that they're grown up. I think Monster X re is recurring, a recurring theme for them is reflecting on youth and the passage of time and how much they want to go back and relive the days where life was a bit simpler and now they can't and they have these they're trying to undo what can't be undone they're trying to go back to a time before certain hard feelings were in their lives that they are struggling to face and deal with and it's not working so they keep having to go back in time again until my prediction is they'll realize they just it's not worth it to try to go fix the past and it's better for them to embrace the future. That's what where I think it'll go. If they do any more time traveling in their story, I think it'll be toward the future and looking forward if things work out according to plan. But there's a lot that they still are trying to deal with. That's why they keep trying to reverse the car accidents. They keep trying to reverse whatever happened in the alley, all of that. And they have to make peace with their past, no matter how immoral their past were. And make peace with themselves or else they will be plagued by the seven sins for eternity really so those are my ultimate theories about where the story may go from here and where it stands today i will of course keep you posted a new monster x dedicated episode will definitely come less than a year from now this time i promise so thank you for listening to my theories and please go check out the new monster x album fatal love it's really great as always they do such a great job and again their music is such a great therapeutic mix of hype up songs and calm down songs and i just love it so much so thank you monster x for everything and i hope more fans really enjoy diving into your music video world and drawing their own conclusions because it's a lot of fun it's a great escape and it really gets me thinking and resonates with me because i get to personalize how i view the story you're telling. So thank you for the symbolism-laden storytelling that I get to draw from and be inspired by. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you all next week. A little later than usual in the week, I will release my episode, my first episode of the week, because I want to take time to really think about the Taman album out Monday. So the episode will not be out Monday, but later in the week, and be about Taman's new album, as well as a bunch of other updates in the world of K-pop. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening. See you next week.